Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jesse HS. This is the Heart Guy Media Podcast, and we are continuing on with our Halloween marathon uh, episodes. We are going to be doing all in the Halloween films. We are now on episode two, uh, Halloween two. Uh, this is going to be a fun one. We're going to have uh, Mr. ETBT and Sean Henderson uh, here discussing this one, and this one's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, e- it's it's this is arguably one of the best sequels in the franchise um for sure uh and i i contemplated canceling doing the rest of them because you know like i said halloween isn't my favorite it's far from my favorite franchise uh in the horror realm but i feel it is important and i feel michael myers is an important character in all of horror cinema um probably one of the most integral you know he's part of the uh newer you know our our famous monsters freddy jason michael leatherface chucky uh so it is integral and uh i am very excited for the direct sequel uh that's coming out uh next friday it is at this point um, so it's it's gonna be a lot of fun discussing these films and, and where the kind of where the franchise went and it went all over the place. So uh, this is uh, this is gonna be a fun one. So uh, here it is. And here we are, Halloween 2. We talked a little bit, Sean and I, a little bit about the first Halloween and kind of its influence. We didn't need to go through a whole bunch of shit because we kind of, Halloween's kind of been talked to death. The sequels, not so much. So it's going to be fun to dive into the sequels and obviously the first on deck, 1981's Halloween 2. I haven't listened to your previous podcast yet. Excellent, you should. I didn't want to be influenced by that going into this one. I wanted to <laughs> bring my own. Uh, You're like spit on the events. Yeah. Okay. Well, Sean, no, I know Sean talked about Halloween too yeah. in the last one, so I didn't. I didn't want to touch that. You know, I didn't want to be influenced by it. Sean was under the impression that we were doing Halloween one and two, so he just kept trying to skip over one the entire time. Yeah, that's why. About that's why you got so pissed at me when I thought that you did. A podcast on one and two. Like, For listen. the record, I do have the text that just says we're covering one and two. You still have them? I still do. Did you have an iPhone at that time? I anyway. Um, so yeah, Halloween 2. Uh, you know, this film takes place the same night. Halloween night, 1978. It does? Yeah. You didn't know this? Being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Um, you're good at selling it. Uh, so... Same night, the events after the ending of the first film, fucking Loomis is just fucking freaking out. He shot him six times. It was actually seven. Why have you counted? You didn't count the shots at the beginning of the movie? The first no. one was a warning shot. Yeah. Yeah, when you watch it again, <laughs> he, one motherfucker's he walking around with a six-shooter, he can't shoot off seven bullets. Listen, he shot a warning shot. And then we do fucking reload the gun. And then, yeah, he was off screen for a second. <laughs> You have to use your imagination. No, 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 That's no, no. what I tell Bridget all the time. You gotta suspend disbelief. Sometimes you gotta. I mean, if you see a problem there, you can fix it in your own brain. 
No. Unless the movie tells you otherwise, which it does not. So, obviously, we get a little uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night treatment here. You know, see a couple little scenage from the first film into the second one. Uh, They're using an alternate take, too. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is fucking cool. That's why some of the audio is different. Yeah. Uh, Something I did like, and and you, you noticed it at the beginning of the film, obviously, is the progression of the score. The score's different it's a little more 80 synthy sounding um and honestly literally listening to it and just watching re-watching the film today for the first time in a a while it almost feels like i feel like if you listen to the original halloween score then listen to the score of halloween 2 and then listen to fucking the silver shamrock that mm, 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 i feel like that kind of goes in (laughs) Is the evolution. It, it, yeah, really. It, it just seems like it, it fits. Of the 80s? Yeah. Um, so, we didn't talk about in between, you know, before he runs up screaming, I shot him six times. He walks up and, and feels the grass and there's blood and then a neighbor yeah. comes out. And he's like, what's going on out here? <laughs> Listen, well, Why was there like a... Why was there like a black stain on the grass? Though? Can we talk about how was Lori he just that greasy? Like, like, like the outline. Yeah, Lori was running around screaming for help, and, and no one did anything. And then finally, this guy comes out, and he's just like, "What's going on? <laughs> All right, I've had enough. I've been trick or treat to death." And the scene is awesome. Like the the line with Loomis going, "You don't know what death is." Yeah, and he's running away, and it's even funnier in the TV cut when the guy's like, "Is this some sort of Halloween prank?" And then it cuts to Loomis just running away. <laughs> That's when I would assume it was a Halloween prank that some old British guy pulled off. I don't know why, but Loomis just like cracks me up in this one. He's just kind of like I feel like he was just like really drunk, and then. They're just like, just act crazy. He's like, all right, I shot him six times. Well, if you compare it to part five, he's, he's still pretty relevant. He's pretty, he's he's pretty, pretty grounded yeah. here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obviously, uh, it's... But no one answered my question. Why is there like a black grease mark where he fucking... He hit the, hard, hit the ground really hard. Yeah, but why is it... <laughs> why is there like... <laughs> was he tarred and feathered? Like, what the fuck happened? He's wearing that fucking... Oh, the Wallaces dump a bucket of grease in their front oh, okay. lawn every Sunday morning. Is that like a... Is is that like a foreshadowing? When fucking Buster Rhymes calls him some crispy fried motherfucker in Halloween Resurrection? Sure. <laughs> Perfect. All makes sense. Uh, but something obviously cool watching this... Uh, for the first time at a young age, and then not revisiting it for a long time, I always knew. Obviously, it got instantly got bonus points for me having obviously Night of the Living Dead on the TV right. in the neighbor's house. What's the neighbor's name, Sean? Uh, Mrs. Elrod. Okay. And Harold. Uh, and that's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that scene just cracks me up. It's, that's it's, an amazing. It's, scene. it's my favorite scene of the entire movie. How about the whole series? Do you think that's favorite? Oh yeah. Really? You want mayonnaise on your sandwich? Hollow mustard. <laughs> Are you sleeping again? Why do you sound like High Pike from uh, Hackle Lantern right there? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, who do you like better, Mrs. Elrod or Ronnie White? Oof. I think it back to that one. I think those two had just, a child. And they Sean. should just be together. <laughs> <laughs> but why is the 
well, one, that's super creepy, though, when when uh, Michael Myers shows up, like, behind her. Yeah, he just takes the knife and walks away. And and even though the, you know, slashers had just, the boom had just started, like, 80, 81, the slashers, the 80s boom of slashers is at the, you know, the, the birthing canal of this shit. It's at the lips. Uh... But he's still, <laughs> but he's still, he's still silent, and I feel like that's at least in these first two films, and I mean you could say four and five, but those are arguably some dog shit movies. Um, it's he's still that's super menacing that he's so silent throughout the entire series, but especially the first two films, it's, it's fucking creepy. And when he's going over... What's the girl, the first girl that gets fucking axe hammer smash? Did we actually find out what her name is? Her name is Alice. 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 I love that where he's walking and then like she comes out but she still can't really see him because it's dark out and right. he's just hiding in the shadows. Like that creeped me the fuck out. Like that's super creepy. It's really creepy but also makes me laugh too how she thinks Harold is beating Mrs. Elrod after she screams when she finds blood on the uh, cutting board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her scream is ridiculous. <laughs> her line is literally, he's probably just beating her. Followed by, oh, big deal. <laughs> now, this is like a debated scene because everyone's like, why does Michael need to just like randomly come into this girl's house and kill her? How does he have time to do this if he's after Lori? But I... I think it's because of all, like, you she don't question the... a death scene in a Halloween movie. I think he's the type of guy who likes to cover blue ends. Like, he heard Mrs. Elrod scream, and then she came out to go check, and he's like, oh, fuck. This chick's gonna fucking open her mouth. Shanks that hoe. But then why wouldn't he kill Mrs. Elrod? <laughs> because she's old and making a sandwich for her husband. He has a little, like, he has a little heart. He's like, you know what? Harold's walking, fucking watching, watching. Yeah, can't speak today. <laughs> You're too excited. <laughs> We're talking about Mrs. Elrod. <laughs> I'm extremely rock hard right now over Mrs. Elrod. Uh, but it's, it's, it's kind of unique that they can do that, you know, arguably what, you know, two to three years after they got done filming the original that they can do this and it doesn't seem like odd. I mean, Jamie Lee looks a little bit different, but not so much that you can't, they just you gave her a shitty wig. Yeah. It's it's the same wig. face. But you can't, but you can't like, for me, it was an easy buy-in. And for continuity purposes, it kind of, it feels right. It doesn't feel like forced or anything. And I wonder, did, did we read anything as to why John Carpenter didn't want to do this? I mean, he only, he probably only did the second one because they're he like. He had a lot of involvement in this one. Yeah, I know. He wrote, he and Deborah Hill like wrote the, wrote it. But, um, but I mean, why didn't he direct it is what I'm saying. Was there a reason he didn't want to direct it? I just don't think. Maybe he, he was any... doing the thing. 81, thing came out in 82. True. I just don't think he had any um, interest in doing directing another Halloween movie, directing a slasher movie. I can't remember but if I've he, heard him say that, but I'm sure. But he um, actually did direct a few scenes, like some of the more brutal death scenes <clears throat> he filmed himself. Oh, because, did he? Because uh, the director, Rick Rosenthal, was trying to keep it more like tame, like the first Halloween, where it's like more to the imagination. And John Carpenter was the, was the one to be like, it was right, like hell, we already Friday saw that. the 13th is like those movies are coming out. We need more like gore in the movie. So he actually shot some death scenes. I don't know if that was his thought process, though. Do you think it was with the death scenes? 
Yeah, like the, yeah. he thought he's he's on record for saying like, oh, Friday Thirteenth has like gory death scenes. We needed them. Yeah. Can you send me that footage when you find it? Just watch the special features, dude. The special features. Okay, well, there's been seven hundred different special features on the fucking Halloween movies. Okay, I'll link you to the special features w- on the Blu-ray. Well, if you can... Mm-hmm, high def. <laughs> if you could tell me... If you can actually record it on your phone where he says that, I will give you $5. Okay. <laughs> I want it verbatim, exactly the way you said it. Okay, relax. Okay, I'm just fucking saying. Well, um, why do you? why do you think it is? Well, I, I don't think that Carpenter did it solely because of that. And I want, like, evidence of him actually saying that. What do you think? He doesn't seem like someone that's like, hmm, that works, let me go do this. I don't think he cared. I think he was working on the movie and he wanted to make sure it made money. I, I don't know. That's a group. Uh, like I said, send me the footage, we'll discuss. Anyway, moving along. Uh, okay, something I thought was awesome, and I kind of overlooked it ever, the, the two or three other times I've watched this film. Like I said, this is far from my favorite franchise. I think it's the, I think it's weaker than the Child's Play franchise. I think it's weaker than the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. It's low on the totem pole. For me. Now, I don't discredit Michael Myers at all. I think he is one of the greatest characters he's definitely one of our you know the newer age famous monsters from 70s 80s but with that said something i overlooked while watching this one and i never really thought about it until i rewatched it this time was the kid that has the razor blade stuck in his fucking thumb because someone stuck the razor blade in a fucking candy it was, apple it was his, yeah his tongue yeah i think it's thumb no no, I well, I meant tongue. I'm pretty sure I said tongue, and I can't wait to go back and prove you wrong, Bridget. You said thumb, and you gave me a thumbs up when you did it too. Yeah. I definitely said tongue, and I'm gonna Anyways. pause it right now to go back. <laughs> Hold on, pause. Okay, I said thumb. I meant tongue. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Forty minutes later. It wasn't forty minutes, and your fucking beard's gray. Um, I'm aging. I do. You're aging. You're the youngest one in the room besides Bridget. And Sean. I'm, I'm, and Sean. I'm the second youngest. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, yeah, no, it actually took me a while to figure out that there's actually a razor blade in the kid's tongue. Almost a thumb. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was like in his teeth kind of like he And then his mom's just like, oh, why don't we fucking pull this out? We can play board games or some shit. I like how the kid comes in. He's got a razor blade in his tongue. <laughs> And the nurse is like, oh, take a seat and fucking play with your dick, you little piece of shit. And next thing you know, Laurie Strode gets pulled in. She's like, Laurie Strode! You know what? That kid is, like, super calm about it, though. Yeah, like, he's I'd pretty be, put like, together. I feel like any other kid would have just fucking, at that point, he would have ripped it out of his own fucking tongue. That kid's so cool. Or his thumb. I'd be, like, <laughs> crying. I might have passed out. Oh, you definitely would have passed out. I, I don't know. I don't really faint often, but... But, anyway. yeah... Uh, yeah, everyone's like, Laurie Strode. Yeah, like, fuck this kid. Laurie Strode came in. Uh, also, I love that the doctor's like, okay, she was just attacked by, like, a psycho. And I don't know if he, he probably doesn't know what's going on. Well, he's he's been at the country club. I think he's drunk. But <laughs> he's just like, he's like super calm. He's like, oh, he's just like, oh, I got a laceration up here. And 
Let's get that needle in. <laughs> like, he just didn't give a fuck. Well, that's how doctors are, I think. Yeah, they kind of are. Most doctors are fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't really know any personally. Alright, so uh, obviously she doesn't want to get put out because she thinks uh, Mikey's coming for her. And, yes. then, and then what do we have from there? You what mean, do we have you, from there? You mean Jimmy Lloyd, for, Jimmy Lloyd for the first time? After she gets put in Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. We yeah. never find out if his last name is Lloyd. They never call him Jimmy Lloyd. Well, I'm just going to assume that's Jimmy Lloyd because they bang and there's Jimmy Lloyd. All right, is that guy, is that kid a creep? That kid's kind of creepy, right? He's like, hey, I'll get you a Coke. Well, like that? He's also just, la- she's laying there at one point and he just like runs his finger out of his hand. It's like, get the fuck out of here. You're well, you mad, you mad rapey, go. <laughs> it's up to the girl whether it's creepy or not. Lori, Lori's into it. Like if she reacted like, Isn't it up to... can you get this man out of my room? Then it'd be creepy if she's like, hey, yeah, you can give me a Coke. Isn't it up to social media whether or not things are creepy? Pretty much. There was no social media. Can we not talk about social media? This is Halloween 2. This is 1978. All right. I, I got to talk about this because I also forgot about this. What would you do? Just fart? No, I'm just trying to twist my ankle. It oh. <laughs> Why are you trying to twist your own ankle? Anyway, something I forgot. Like, how does... How much fucking Hennessy has fucking... Uh, has fucking Loomis taken? <laughs> has he fucking... How many shots has he taken that he literally sees... Okay, someone that looks a little bit has the Michael Myers mask oh, on. Ben the sh- yes, Ben Tramer. But a completely fucking different build, fucking blonde <laughs> hair. Like, looking scared, like, looking behind him. And he's just like, ah, it's him! Like, and then Ben Tramer, the unsung hero from, well, he wasn't really a hero or anything, but the unseen character yeah. from the original is seen for a second until he's smashed into the fucking... <laughs> <laughs> smashed and blown the fuck up and burned to a crisp. That seems hilarious too because it's like Loomis is staring at that fucking poor kid's corpse up in flames and then the other cop's like, is it him? Is it? <laughs> like, I think anybody would look the same burning Loomis alive. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then the one police car pulls up and tells Sheriff Brackett that Andy's been murdered across the street from uh, the house. And then yeah. Just, Can you deliver the exact line? <sighs> don't put me in the fucking spot. No, because you do it really funny. Or the guy's like, and one of them is Eddie! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then you just leave! The fucking kid's up in flames, like, ah, fuck this guy. (laughs) They just left the scene of a fucking crime. Don't they leave the cop that hit him there? No, it's just funny, because, like, it's Loomis' fault that this poor kid's dead. Not really. I mean, the guy who was driving the car, it's his fault. (laughs) Well, Loomis chased after him with a fucking gun. (laughs) But the dude. Cause and effect. The dude hit him with a car. <laughs> well, because he ran on the street wearing that stupid Halloween mask. Yeah, but the dude hit him with a car. He was pretty drunk. But I feel like that that's like, I feel like if someone was watching that, they would be, if you didn't really know the Halloween series and you locked in, that was one of the first things you just saw, was like <laughs> the Ben Ben Tramer character in the Michael Myers get up getting fucking killed. You're like, what the fuck? Is it over? This guy's burning alive. Like, what's going on? Like, I think it was the end. I also love the effect of the uh, van exploding because the flame comes from like underneath it, mm. and then just it goes up. Yeah, the, all the kills and all the little effects in this movie, I, I feel like it was it was cool to see that. Obviously, 
in contrast to the first one being so, and I don't want to say tame, but more psychological and yeah. less about, you know, uh, showing kills right. and, and having explosions and shit like that. The kill factor is definitely like... Oh, yeah, it's it's jacked up. Yeah. I feel like they wanted to swing the other way. Because they, they already did the kind of psychological... This one really capitalizes on, like, the creepiness of hospitals. Like... Yeah, the I mean... The the hospital is creepy, but also just, like scalpel can you now, think of another movie syringe iv needle like you, those words just like can you think of a another movie that has as much hospital time as this movie besides aftermath no remember that one Sean? yeah they're aftermath <laughs> we talk, we're no, just sad. talking like those these kinds of hospitals not mental hospitals right right yeah like like hospital. straight up hospital I think that I think Halloween Two itself had a couple of its own like imitators. They made like this movie called Visiting Hours that was like a hospital slasher. There, there were a couple. Nothing like Halloween. No, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. I just erased all my fucking notes that I had. Is one of them about Dana Carvey? Damn it. Okay, never mind. Wait, I got it. No, it's fucking gone. I can't fucking believe that. Oh, no, I got it. Never mind. Okay. The fucking... Okay, so we got to... So what's the guy's name? The fuck The guy with all the best lines in the movie. Bud. The Amazing Grace. Oh, come sit on my face. Yeah. Don't make me cry. I need your pie. <laughs> Literally, best line ever. Well, now, here's a question. Would those lines be okay these days? No. I feel like... I feel like they would... <laughs> but it would only have to be in like a context of like a raunchy comedy movie. I just look like when you see Bud again, he's sitting like in the cafeteria smoking a roach with like yeah. tweezers. He's fucking smoking a roach with a roach clip. <laughs> like what the fuck? And he's just like, I can go for a pizza right now, sausage, peppers, <laughs> onions. He's just like, he's like, how no. do you think about food right now? He's like, no mushrooms though. I hate mushrooms. <laughs> so he's obviously this guy's amazing because he's. One, he's smoking a fucking roach with a roach clip in the fucking hospital. Not giving a fuck. Smoking fucking a roach weed clip in the hospital. Thinking about fucking pizza. Talking about the fucking nurse sitting on his face. <laughs> I feel like he was like a surfer from California that randomly moved to the Midwest for some reason. It was the Got spawn of Ted Bundy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the hot tub scene yes is like awesome it's yeah. sick that's one of the best i think that's the stand honestly besides the closet scene in the original when people like mention halloween i always think that scene because that's one of the like the more visceral kills right. too Your like skins like peeling off in layers yeah it's yeah. uh uh when uh what's his name when bud's like uh yeah it's he's like it's cold out there she's like it's gonna get cold in here like <laughs> so that guy his dick out of that fucking hot tub to go turn the heat down because michael's obviously fucking pulling a hot tub time machine and turn the fucking heat all the way up i also love how like she threatened to cut off his dick before they got in the hot tub because like he hopped in like a hospital bed yeah she said like, mixed signals let's be real here yeah. like you're talking about before uh, Michael kills her in the hot tub. How like she's like sucking on Michael's finger. Yeah. Thinking that's like Bud. Yeah. 
Oh my god, when she when Michael grabbed her, I thought it was gonna turn into a porn movie. <laughs> like when he grabbed her by her head, because her head is friggin' right like fucking dead on balls, six and twelve, fuck right. <laughs> right in his crotchal region. I was just like, what the fuck? Uh but sure as shit. Uh, but also, I, something I did like, and it, and it happens a few times in the movie, uh, when uh, Bud goes to turn the heat down and he kind of gets killed in the background silently. I feel like yeah. that's so cool to see him get killed silently. And then obviously he fucking like scolds her to death and drowns her, and that's fucking hilarious and it's amazing. Um, yeah. And then uh, what, what do we have? The syringe death. The syringe death. death. Syringe to the temple. That yeah, that was, that, yeah, that was... Why do you, like, pull it back, too? To get air in it. So when he puts it in her head, he squeezes air, and it's like her bloodstream, and fucking... Okay, six is that bitch. I know, but, like, that is, like... Michael's a fucking doctor, okay? He has PhD in fucking Smith Gross. But, yeah, it's, uh... And I love, uh, obviously, Sam Hain written on the wall yeah and Loomis comes in and, and gets everyone privy to what Sam Hain is he's like ah oh, it's the end of summer it's the lord of the dead <laughs> the festival uh, yeah <laughs> and uh I'm trying to think if that's the first time I've ever heard it might have been one of the besides like uh dancing band Sam Hain obviously right. uh I think it's the first time like I heard like the t- Sam Hain yeah term but that's uh that's like funny that that they like try to incorporate like that swing that like folklore in there, um, and Loomis is just like hilarious delivering those lines. Like I can't take him seriously. I'd love to see like outtakes of Halloween too because I feel like he was just like cocked. Oh really? I feel like he's still like good and like no, he's good, but it's fucking funny. Like I don't know, he's just like funny. The evolution of uh, Doctor Loomis is hilarious. How like he just seems like a normal doctor. And then, like, as he progresses, he gets fucking crazier. And then it gets to five, and he's, like, screaming screaming. in the little girl's face. Now, with with Loomis, like, so adamant and, like, just on a mission to get Michael, um, do you think he, he obviously feels guilt that Michael is out? Yeah. Because they are constantly, like, kind of, like softly accusing Loomis of, of you know Playing he's yeah like like it's your fault like his kind own of, goddamn doctor yeah. there, there's, <laughs> there's that and also the fact that he could never get through to Michael when he was a child like he could never like reach him you know what I mean yeah and I feel like he he does have like a responsibility to him and and that's that's something they forget about a little bit in the later sequels and then come back to but yeah, I think he definitely feels very guilty. Yeah, and that's honestly, that's like On a huge... different levels. Because they don't have many interactions throughout the whole feud, right. yeah. so to speak. So it is kind of interesting, an interesting dynamic that the two of them have because you don't get to see them interact. Which I think is something when when Rob Zombie did his film, he, they, he wanted to see a little bit more interaction at the younger years between yeah. Loomis and Michael Myers. And I, and I think that that's cool. And one thing I also love about the Loomis character, he's kind of like like a Van Helsing and like Michael's like Dracula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, 
I'm tr- some, some more hospital stuff. Uh, I know when, uh, well, the cop gets uh, another kill. The cop gets the back end of the hammer in the oh, fucking the head. Officer. Yeah, yeah. Um, another kill I loved. I think it's my favorite kill of the movie. Is the the nurse with the short blonde hair? Yeah, she gets the scalp on the back, and Michael raises her. Yeah, yeah. I love that it's completely quiet. Oh yeah, that's a, and then her shoes scene. drop like yeah. that is fucking amazing. That it might be single handedly the best kill in the entire in that, the entire that's franchise. Actually, my favorite death scene too. Pound it. And another oh, one I love, just like the creepiness of it, is the nurse uh, Mrs. Alves with the IV needle like oh the yeah drained everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's kind of he just finds her body, but just the idea of it. The weakest kill, or if you want to call it a kill, is like when Jimmy fucking slips on her blood and just knocks himself out. I don't think he dies though. No, because he goes in the car. Remember, he was in the car later. Yeah, but then he passes out and fucking the horn goes off. Yeah, but he doesn't die, does he? I just assume that he just died. You think Mm, (laughs) what he die of? (laughs) Like shock and awe. Goddamn concussion. No, I think I mean they. They deleted it, but there's there. Remember, yeah, no. he comes back in the ambulance, and then she, Laura Shore's like, "We made it." Jimmy made it, and didn't you just say I that know. you like to personally believe he's the father? Listen, okay. listen motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you correct me. So, uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, Sean. Then you know we have the revelation, the the revelation that the files for. The Myers case were fucking sealed, and that Lori Strode was adopted by the Strodes, and she is yeah, Michael's sister. the youngest sister to Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Changes the whole fucking, changes everything about what you view the first film and the second film up until that yeah. point, and now it has a completely different, I feel like it has a completely different feel. And I really did. I, I and I tried and successfully took myself out of the element of. I completely tried to erase the fact that Laurie Strode is Michael Myers' sister, and that made me appreciate the first film a lot more. And it made me appreciate this film, up until that point, and even beyond that, but up until that point, a lot more. Trying to erase and forget as hard as it is that they weren't related. I was trying to it's, just. It's pretty easy for me because I don't even think about it when I watch the original. Yeah, it's uh, but it is so, so much fun, and that's something that is cool about the, uh, the I guess it you know it is a sequel. It's called Halloween, so you, you mm-hmm. immediately would think it was a reboot. But the 2018 Halloween is omitting the second film, right. Or at least that aspect, as far as we know, you know what I mean? And they're making a joke saying that like, it's just a stupid rumor. Yeah. And before before I say this, I, I can back this up. John Carpenter has said this on video. He pulled this plot twist out of his ass while he was like drinking a six-pack and writing the script. I've heard him like, talk about like, this okay, before. Okay, well, yeah. I just, but yes, finish. That's You already know. Perfect. But the audience I thought know. if I said that, you were going to no. come at me. You come at me sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, but not always. But we, hey, we have the fa- we have the same favorite kill in this series. Cool. Now moving on. What's next? You're the fucking host. Well, I'm I'm relying on your guys. You guys are the diehard Halloween fans and love it right. more than anything ever. I have some trivia. What's well, some trivia, Brian? Let it let it Wait, flow. Before I let you dive into the trivia. No. <laughs> 
Can we talk about? Let me say what I need to say, and then we can talk about it. Because All right, you go, go, gave go, me the opportunity go, to speak. Go, and I'm take five, it. Four, so Karen, when she's introduced with her friend, they're leaving the party, and she has to get ready for the fucking her shift at the hospital. And her friend's like, "You gotta drive me home." Her friend, oh yes, is yes. played by Eddie Benton, Jamie Lee Curtis's co-star from Prom Night. Fun fact. Um, For you prom night fans. Something I love, though, is when he tell when she tells Loomis that, and Loomis is telling the cop he's got to turn around, he's like, I have orders. <laughs> and then fucking, and then Loomis... That guy looks like my dad, too. Can we talk about that? But he does, too. That, yeah. He's a Chris Tyler. That's Chris, Chris Tyler, Tyler. Martial Law. <laughs> Can we talk about how hard Loomis is? I just wrote, Loomis is hard as nails. When fucking Loomis goes... What do they say? You fire a warning shot, you shoot the fucking window out, and then he cuts to the fucking car, fucking fishtailing and spinning around. I was just like, Loomis is the hardest motherfucker ever. It was amazing. It was so fucking good. I feel like if you could, you could have put him in any movie ever. As long as he had a gun, he would be, he could have done the Death Wish movies. Dirty Harry. I'd watch it. He could fucking, he could put a played, could have played Joe Spinell's character in Maniac. Yeah, about that. That'd be like a, a slightly different movie. He could have played Clayton Royner's fucking character and just one of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> he could have played. Uh, I'm not gonna go any further. Okay, perfect. So he could have played Spicoli in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So talk about. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on the ending of this film because it's. I feel like it's one of the more revered endings to the the film the, the, the ending of a film in the series the whole climax yeah or what do you mean yeah exactly okay well the ending it's really cool like laurie and and dr loomis having to team up against michael because mm-hmm. we don't really get to see that in the original um laurie is an incredibly amazing shot shooting yeah. both his eyeballs i guess yeah, yeah, I was and confused. It's too. a little ridiculous, but it's kind of cool and creepy when the, when the blood, blood comes is, out of his yeah, yeah, like their tears iconic. Like, just you They're know, slashing. Yeah, yep, that's a cool scene. And then I love when Doctor Loomis like I love the lighter little self sacrifice. Oh, can we talk about the evolution of the lighter? Yes. Okay. Do you know how he got that lighter? No, because it took me like several viewings to like notice. Yeah, when he was smoking in the school with the nurse. No, oh, the shit. early wow. when they were at the Myers house, um, the deputy lights up a cigarette, offers Loomis one, and Loomis I think takes the lighter but not the cigarette, or takes both but he never lights a cigarette, and then Loomis pockets the lighter, and then later on in the movie when the nurse at the school she pulls out a cigarette, Loomis lights it for her with that lighter, and then you know brings it up here so mm-hmm. this was like planned it was foreshadowed throughout the no movie. shit never caught that it's time michael so where yeah great ending him on fire great ending amazing and scream factory just put out the steelbook of halloween too and that is yeah. the cover of the steelbook it's very sick like, the thing about the halloween movies is if like the michael myers story ended here i would have been satisfied i'm glad we got more sequels but mm-hmm. it's still on its own it, a great it does ending. definitely wrap up everything perfectly like 
I feel the same way about 4. 4 had a great ending, and H2O had a great ending, but yeah. you're going to keep making them at least. You notice there's bad. two, something I, I really didn't think about until I rewatched this one, is there was two Myers, quote-unquote Myers impersonators that are killed in this series. Ben Tramer. Mm-hmm. And fucking... The fucking... Who was it? Uh, just like a random fucking guy, dad, in H2O. When they reveal it in, in Resurrection that he... Oh, okay. the paramedic that he switched yeah. outfits yeah. with. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Then you got the uh, Michael Myers impersonators in Halloween 4. Yeah. Which, also, I don't think about that when I watch H2O. That's Michael Myers at the end to me. Me too. I saw that one in theaters and it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Anyway. Where's this rank? Uh, this is my the, second favorite of the series. Behind the first one. Yeah. Is H2O the number three? I don't know anymore. What the fuck? I don't know anymore. You I just love four that much. Calm no, down. Well, no. Yes and no. Well, we'll we'll dive into four I, then. But. Okay, I think H two O is a better movie, and I think Halloween four just has the better like Halloween atmosphere. Fear, yeah. Like when you're watching H two O, it just feels like California. It definitely does. But um, I do like H two O better. You're right. H two O talks some sense to you. <laughs> Sean, where's your rank for you? Number one. Number one, above the original. Yes. Are you sure about that? I'm positive. I've been saying this for years. This has a lot of people that, that like it better. Really? Yeah. Is there like a... I prefer this, like this the simplicity okay, like, of the original. gets like a 9.5. Halloween gets 9. So it's not like a fucking huge jump. Right. I'm saying like I just enjoy it more. And I think it's more like, more like a nostalgia thing too. Mm-hmm. So. I can, I can honestly... I can honestly see it though after watching it. It's a little. It's an. I don't want this to sound like a, a gripe on the first one, but it's, I feel like it's an easier watch than the first one. Because the first one's a little bit of a slower burn. You know what I mean? And I feel like in the second one, it's boom, 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 right. boom, boom. It's a, it's a, it's a faster pace. We'll just say that. I think I, I like and I enjoy the simple things. I guess so. When I'm watching the original, it doesn't feel slow to me because even like. Everything about it is entertaining. Yeah. Like, Donald Pleasance's scenes and that, his monologue, and Laurie's dialogue with her friends. Like, just every, yeah. every little thing in that movie is entertaining to me. And, yeah. So that's why I prefer the original. And I think it's just perfectly structured, and every shot is just, like, there's so many, like, creepy shots in that movie. Yeah. I didn't get to talk about the original. I'm it's sorry. Okay. Did you guys talk about how hilarious Annie Brackett is, or, like... The creepiness of the final shot where it just shows like the different settings throughout the movie and you hear Michael's breathing just get louder and louder until yeah. the end credits start. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we talked. It's such a beautiful movie. It's beautiful. It is very, And Jamie Lee Curtis's hair is real. <laughs> is that a knock on the second one, huh? Just a little. Let's see. I mean, no. I mean, it doesn't bother me when I watch the second one. Okay. When I watch the second one, there's never a moment where I'm like, oh, God, this movie. Right. I love the second one almost as much as the original. I just She's wearing a wig because she was filming prom night? Well, just, she just had short hair. Oh. In I, thought, I thought she cut it off or... She had short hair eight, in, throughout 80, 81. Okay. I thought uh, she was like, filming a different still movie. had short hair in 83 when she did Trading Places. That she did. Are yeah. you cutting me off? No. This is music? Oh, okay. Can we talk about Dana Carvey and how he's in Halloween 2? Yes. You've been trying to talk about that I know, for a while. I cut off. Go ahead. 
He has no lines. That's it. I'm yeah, good. he's the he's like the cameraman or something. He was of the he's, reporter. He's the reporter's assistant. Yes. Did you did, did you, you see that? Dana Carvey? Did not know that. You know, she was like, get a statement. If you can't get one, get one anyways. You see him like in that scene and at the end, I think. But really. you never, you never really get like a great look at him. But maybe we can go back to it and and show Jesse, and maybe you'll recognize him. That's awesome. He's not in like Garth it, Garth. He doesn't look like Garth. <laughs> it's Dana Carvey. Yeah, he doesn't have the glasses and the fucking drumsticks and the arrows from my shirt. But um, uh, final thoughts on Halloween too. It's a fun Halloween watch. I think we all love it. It's number three for me behind H2O. Yes. Would you give it out of ten? Out of ten, I it's give universal. it. I give it a seven point five. A seven point five. That's it. I'm just kidding. I respect your opinion. You should. I'm an adult. You definitely should. Uh, so, what do we got next? What are we gonna be watching next? Uh, Halloween three. We'll be talking I, I, about. Uh, I, oh, we're not doing two and three in this one podcast. No. Sean's. Uh, Sean's you like. Texting me. I said Halloween two today though. You said two and three. Not today. Show show us the text because I want to know and I want our viewers to know. Our listeners. Like why no, but today I said Halloween too. Or yesterday, when I, or whenever I texted you Monday, I said Halloween too. Originally, I was going to do one and two and then... Or Can one. you do Halloween two slash three tomorrow night? Show us. Did I say two three? Yeah. So you need to see this shit because you... Yes. So, I'm fucking losing it. I'm fucking. <laughs> the first time we're doing one and two. <laughs> well, that's we're okay. We're slowly getting there. Um, I need to form thoughts on three. Me too. Like I love three, but I need to make notes for three. Yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, I haven't watched it in a while either, so I'm excited to dive back into that, and we'll talk about that on the next episode. So you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, yeah. Rate and review. Follow, subscribe on iTunes. Five uh, stars, please. And SoundCloud. Uh, find us on Instagram at HeartGuide Media, on Twitter at HeartGuide Media. Um, check us out, spread the word, uh, let us know you're listening, and uh, thanks for uh, stopping by again. Thank you. And one of them's Annie.